This is Parliament Watch from the Hindu, a podcast tracking the heartbeat of Indian democracy. Good morning, listeners. I'm Priyali, your host for Friday's edition of the Hindu Parliament Watch podcast. Today is July 29th. Let's take a look at Thursday's Parliament proceedings. Protests by BJP members stalled both the houses on the ninth day of the monsoon session. Congress MP Adhir Chaudhary dominated the headlines on Thursday for allegedly insulting President Draupadi Murmu by calling her Rashtrapatni. Finance Minister Nirmala Sitaraman said that it is common understanding that Rashtrapati, the Hindi word for president, is a gender-neutral term and Mr. Chaudhary's comment was a deliberate insult against the president who comes from a tribal background. To discuss this further, we have with us the Hindu's deputy editor, Sandeep Fukan. Thursday's proceedings and even the breaks in between adjournments were all about confrontation, allegations and counter-allegations. At 11am, when the question hour was about to start, Union Minister Smriti Rani got up and started speaking about a comment that Congress leader Adhiranjan Chaudhary had made to a TV channel. Mr. Chaudhary had referred to President Draupadi Murmu as Rashtrapatni instead of Rashtrapati. Ms. Irani said that this was deliberate and charged that Congress President Sonia Gandhi had sanctioned it and demanded an apology from both Mr. Chaudhary as well as Mrs. Gandhi. The House got adjourned to meet again at noon. Within minutes of resumption, the House was adjourned again at 12 as ruling party members kept saying Sonia Gandhi Mafi Mango or apologize Sonia Gandhi. After the adjournment, when Mrs. Gandhi went across to speak to BJP's senior member Rama Devi, Ms. Irani intervened and started speaking. There are competing versions as to what happened thereafter. BJP leaders claim that Mrs. Gandhi told the minister, you don't dare to talk to me. And the Congress said the minister in fact told their party chief, you don't know who I am. What this shows, of course, is that there's been a total breakdown of communication between government and opposition benches. There is a huge trust deficit. There's also an element of political becoming personal or personal becoming political. Few days ago, the Congress had made a serious allegation about Mrs. Irani's family members running an illegal restaurant in Goa. Ms. Irani, in turn, had sent the Congress leaders who held a press conference to make that charge a legal notice. Thursday's episode has further sharpened the fault lines that had actually started way back in 2019 when Ms. Irani had defeated Rahul Gandhi from the Amethi Lok Sabha seat. Now, what remains to be seen is how the remaining two weeks of the monsoon session pans out. The opposition intends to raise a lot of issues like price rise, high fuel prices, unemployment and the Agnipath recruitment, military recruitment scheme. Whether or not the house will function is something that one will have to wait and watch. Back to you. Thank you, Sandeep. Defending himself... Mr. Chaudhary told the press that it was an error on his part that happened once. He said, Some ruling party's members and the party in a deliberate design trying to make a mountain out of a molehill. This is a big deal. 
The National Commission for Women has issued a notice to Mr Chaudhary in the matter and has also asked Congress party leader Sonia Gandhi to intervene and take appropriate action. In the Lok Sabha, Union Minister for Women and Child Development Smriti Irani led the ruling party's charge against Mr Chaudhary. The house was repeatedly adjourned for short intervals during the day as both the ruling party and the opposition MPs continued to protest. No significant discussions could take place and the Lok Sabha was adjourned for the day at 4 p.m. We'll now take a look at a couple of written replies tabled in the Lok Sabha on Thursday. Minister of Housing and Urban Affairs Hardeep Singh Puri informed the house that the government has sanctioned 122.69 lakh houses under the Pradhan Mantri Awas Yojana Urban between June 2015 and March 2022. Against the sanctioned houses 102.23 lakh have been grounded for construction of which 61.5 lakh are completed or delivered to beneficiaries The Pradhan Mantri Awas Yojana is a flagship mission of the BJP central government that was launched in 2015 with an aim to ensure a pakka house to all eligible urban households by 2022 Minister of Power and New and Renewable Energy RK Singh informed the house that the industrial sector was responsible for the highest energy consumption during 2021 to 2022 at a little over 41% of the total. The domestic sector was responsible for 25.77% of the country's energy consumption and the agricultural sector was a distant third with 17.67%. The minister also added that according to Bureau of Energy Efficiency's estimates there is a potential to save about 10 billion units of electricity annually by setting the default temperature in newly sold air conditioners at 24 degrees celsius Let's move on to Rajya Sabha now my colleague Saptaparna Ghosh will take us through the developments in the upper house Right thanks Priyali On Thursday Rajya Sabha witnessed as many as four adjournments with three more MPs being suspended taking the total suspended count in the upper house to 23 The latest set of suspensions include Aam Aadmi Party MPs Sushil Kumar Gupta and Sanjeev Kumar Pathak along with independent MP Ajit Kumar Bhuyan They were reported for unruly behavior for holding placards in the well of the house The suspended members had sought a discussion on the huge tragedy in Gujarat. On Thursday, it was not just the opposition but the treasury benches too that protested in the well of the house. While the opposition benches were demanding a discussion on GST and price rise, the treasury benches too protested but against the alleged sexist remarks made by Congress leader Adhir Ranjan Chaudhary against the president earlier in the day. Now moving on to some of the important replies that were tabled in the upper house on Thursday. Information and Broadcasting Minister Anurag Thakur informed that until the 12th of July in the current financial year the union government through the Central Bureau of Communication has spent approximately 33 crore rupees on advertisements across print and electronic platforms. The INB minister added that the government has spent no money for advertisements in foreign media. 
The Central Bureau of Communication was set up in December 2017 by integrating the erstwhile Directorate of Advertising and Visual Publicity, Directorate of Field Publicity and the Song and Drama Division. In a nutshell, it takes care of all government-related advertisements and promotions. Minister of State in the Prime Minister's office, Dr. Jitendra Singh, informed the Upper House that 101 requests concerning 235 public servants are pending for investigation by the Central Bureau of Investigation, or the CBI, as on the 30th of June. The cases concern public servants from various ministries and departments of the union government and public sector banks. Moreover, a total of 221 cases involving irregularities worth approximately 30,900 crore rupees are pending for investigation by the CBI because they have not been accorded a go-ahead or a consent by the state governments. Maharashtra has the highest such pending cases, followed by West Bengal, Punjab, Chhattisgarh, Jharkhand and Rajasthan. That's all I have from the Rajya Sabha today. Back to you Priyali. Thank you, Saptaparno. Moving on to the fact of the day now. 4 crore 19,79,353. That is the number of cases that are currently pending in district and subordinate courts across the country as on July 15, 2022. Additionally, 59,45,709 cases are pending in high courts across India while 72,062 cases are pending in the Supreme Court. That's it from the Friday edition of the Parliament Watch podcast. For more analysis and live updates from Parliament, head to our website, thehindu.com, or download the Hindu app on your mobile phones. You can also subscribe to The Hindu Online to get unlimited access to all updates and exclusive content such as detailed explainers on upcoming bills, expert analysis and comments from our journalists and contributors. We will be back on Monday. Thanks for listening.